The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try to silence our voices.
true correct name was, and so I'm I, asked, you know, no, no, I replied no, with no, the same. He's asked, a man with a name to me because I know better. <laughs> okay, what is he called? He is man with a name and a title. Perhaps okay. it's commissioner. Perhaps it's judge. I'm not sure. It's what what it says on the nameplate is what I go by, what I observe to be a fact. Okay, on the nameplate it says honorable so-and-so. It doesn't say what he is. 99% of the people say that guy walking in a black robe is a judge. Do you know how to determine if that is a judge or not a judge? He said he's a judge. He says it's his courtroom. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, they, if you push him, oh, this is my courtroom. Oh, really? It's your courtroom. Uh, wh how do you determine if that individual is actually a judge? Actually, the title that I understand is magistrate. Okay. Uh, I, I, that, same thing. Same thing. I, I'll agree. Judge and magistrate are about the same thing. How do you determine whether they're a judge or a magistrate? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm leading up to the grand jury now. The only way you can determine whether it's a judge or the chief presiding officer is by the flags. There's a flag to the judge's right, and it's a federal flag. Now, if that flag has gold trim on it, you know, around the edges, or it has a gold tassel, or it has a gold knob and can go all the way up to a full gold eagle, that means you're in a military courtroom. And he is the chief presiding officer. Now, I've used that eight, nine, ten times in a courtroom. And it, you know, makes them want to pee in their pants, okay? Because now we're at the issue. A regular judge can only sit in common law. Now, I didn't point out that the state, if you're at a state level, the flag that is to the judge's left, my right would be my right, uh, That if that has gold on it, any type of gold on it, it's you're in double jeopardy of, of being in a commercial military courtroom. Okay. I have a beautiful That's solution to that problem, if I may, and I have done this. I learned in words and phrases from the 1658 edition, the permanent edition, that the law of the flag, like whatever's flying on the ship, determines what happens inside. And so when I go into a courtroom, I actually carry a small desktop civil peace flag from prior to World War II, or about that time, and was have been in court to deal with a couple of issues, and it was I and it were well received because I'm very good about ordering people to do good things as a healthcare provider, and I know how to order my public servants properly, and they really appreciate it. 
having served as a grand juror, made me an officer of the court and a public servant. Oops. Oops. (laughs) You became an officer of of the court. Oops. Just for that purpose of service, and this was before I knew, but I did it from the right place. I was coming from the right place of service. Okay. But, I mean, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm, you know, you're a very intelligent individual. And, but these, these items are items that the listening audience has not heard. They don't understand this stuff. They need to learn to go learn. Now, let's go to the grand jury. Have you ever known anybody that was not an attorney, was not a state attorney, and convened grand juries twice? You had mentioned that, and I kind of need to apologize. I didn't know about the unknown rule or the unwritten rule about once you're a host calling in to other shows. So this is a blanket apology across the entire network, and I I did learn my lesson, and thank you for reminding me of that. And you I do not have any problems with any other host that wants to call in, but uh, there is like an unspoken rule that... I think I'm aware of. I'm not positive. If I call up and I point out something that is that the host is doing incorrectly, uh, they get a little upset. You know that you know you try to be even if you try to be you know on point, not trying to dig them, just trying to educate them. So that now in a grand jury, uh, the state attorney or whatever you want to call him, city attorney, whoever that prosecutor is. He does, and you mentioned they go through a selection process. Well, yeah, and and let me me hold it up just for one second. I was on the regular grand jury. There are several kinds. There are civil and criminal within the county as well. And so this is listed in the California Constitution, Article 1, Section 23, that requires each county to seat a grand jury once a year. Then you have to apply, and I applied. I actually was selected because of my unique location in the county and experience, and I was one of the youngest ever. Uh, We have 80% seniors in the county. It's a very unique uh, situation. And I think I was 48 or 49 years old, and um, it was I was selected and appointed before my name or number was drawn out of the jury wheel. You know, it's kind of like a bingo wheel, and they pull the applicant numbers out. And when they pulled mine, I was like, hey, I'm already up here. <laughs> and um, it was very neat. But I want to hear about what you've done because... Uh, good men and women need to know this. And so go ahead, Jerry, and apologies. Well, first of all, juries always in the history of this country, if we go way back, they sat for one issue, not for two issues. In other words, one case, be it civil or criminal. That was it. Boom, now you're off. The whole idea of a jury is to have 
fresh people. You don't want to have the same people at the, everybody's trial because there's always, you know, if it's a criminal thing, you've got a different defense attorney and a different defendant. However, you always, in a grand jury, you always have the same prosecutor. And through the course of being around somebody, these people are experts at manipulating. Okay? Now, I have convened grand juries twice. Never been to law school. Uh, never been elected a state attorney. And the first one was not the one I wanted to do, but there was a time constraint that I had to do. And when you walk in to a grand jury, and uh, not on a regular jury, though, they don't do this to you, at least in Florida, but they didn't. But when you go in front of a grand jury, prosecutor stands up and says, you may not talk about anything that I say. You may not talk about anything that the members of the grand jury ask or say. And you may not talk about anything that you say. Now, I have been lining up this particular state attorney. His real name was Lawson Lamar. I don't usually use names unless it's a real reason. Well, I decided I'd call him Larsonus Lamar. And I'd speak sometimes at the Republican meetings. People ask me. I didn't ask. And I always referred to him as Larsonus Lamar. Okay? And I was digging on him because I knew I was going to 86 him before long. He actually had four guys walk up with him and say, we're going to take you outside and beat your ass. I said, good. Let's go. I said, uh, I'll let one of you hit me first. I said, but y'all, we need to order an ambulance because I'm going to put all four of you big pigs on the on the ground, and you're not going to get up. See, I got a big mouth, and I was smiling. Right on. So anyway, he makes this declaration, I may not say or speak about anything that I say or anybody else. Well, I handed him a federal court case that was total jurisdiction over central florida and it said you may not restrict somebody from what they say okay now in front of his jury grand jury that i had convened that had a big effect on them because i and i brought copies photocopies certified copies and the jury got a chance to see that well, I continued to eviscerate him and prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that a guy named Jerry, his first last, that's his first name, I can't remember his last name right now. He was a real puke bomb. Total corrupt. I got him four ways to Sunday in writing of what he had done, and he had violated all the election laws. So <clears throat> I had to time this where I got into the grand jury um, where I still had three to four weeks to go in the sheriff's election because that guy, Jerry, was running for sheriff. And I wanted to be able to come out of the courtroom and be able to talk about it. And I came out and talked about everything I said. I even gave copies to the media of what 
I said, somebody told me this, and I gave them this, that type of thing. And it was really a lot of fun, because the guy that was running for sheriff before I did this had 67% of the vote. And the Republican guy, who was, it was just, just a whatever, nothing special at all, he had 33%. The Republican won the election. Okay? And the prosecuting attorney, Larsonus Lamar, he then, in my, in my presence, he stated that we are required not to prosecute the sheriff guy running for sheriff. I just said, I thought I heard something that negated all the evidence that I presented. And, of course, I pulled out all my evidence about the fact that he was living in the wrong location, in the wrong county, when he registered to run for office. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of the candidate statement and all of the other uh, documents that when they run for office that they are required to file. This is beautiful, Jerry. i got to mute out because you're making me laugh. And I'm so glad that you eviscerated that idiot. And he, I don't know what law he thinks he was following, but each month in Los Angeles County, every 30 days, they have to convene a brand new criminal grand jury. And I'm grateful of the fact that everything that I did there was, there's no attorney showing up when you're invited to an interview. It's a freaking investigation, okay? If I do the musical, I, it's going to say interview, investigation. But it really is a good system. When I worked in it, I didn't put up with any crap, and I had good people take me under their wing and show me how it's done. And I volunteered to be a chair member and a co-chair of two different committees so that I could make it work as good as possible. And so the, yes, the you, chair... You just hit on a point. You hit on a very important point. You were in the same grand jury and for criminal and this, that, and the other, and you... No, 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 used... no. I only did regular. I only did... I didn't do civil because that's Roman law. And I didn't do criminal because those are murders. But we did have uh, a couple of homicides or murders. And so they convened totally separate to deal with that one issue. So they do yeah, that part right in uh, Commie, California. Right. Back to Jerry. The, the grand jury that you were in, and I'm asking a question, did you have the same same state attorney, or did you happen to have just state attorneys? No attorneys whatsoever. Regular man, regular woman, living in the county for more than a year with no felonies, passes a background check, and only no, on... No, yeah, I missed, I'm, I'm, and I'm so no, no, no prosecutors of any kind. So who presented the case? I'll, I'll cover that right after this break and give you a little more of how it actually works. 
American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Summarize my position on a jury and a grand jury. 
Cool, and I could wrap it up in just a couple of words and one sentence here. The purpose of the regular grand jury is to investigate the use of public funds and make sure they're getting bang for their buck. And so we got to investigate the Board of Supervisors, the county sheriff, the county prosecutor, all the way up to and including judges. And um, it, it was really unique, but I want to hear about what you did, because yours is even more unique. And uh, please continue. Well, just as a, a summary, it is my opinion that a jury or a grand jury should only meet for one time on one issue. There, otherwise, you have familiarity. Uh, that happens. People get hypnotized or want to make sure they do a good job for the prosecutor. When you have one, you know, just one time, they're all fresh. They are more of an example of the population. But anyway, I will tell you that uh, the one area on juries that I could not discuss was and I'm talking about civil or criminal, whatever, I could never discuss my position with my attorneys. I knew if I did that, I'd have problems. But uh, on the biggest one, uh, they gave me third chair. In other words, you have chairs, and first two chairs where the attorney's going to do the talking, then they gave me third chair, and then they gave fourth chair to some guy maybe to hold my hand type thing. And we started doing jury selection. And I kind of knew what was going to happen and wrote down a question. And I passed it over to number one. He read it, and he asked the question. And he couldn't believe it, uh, the answer. And then I asked the, wrote another one, and it was on that same juror. And immediately, when that, that same juror answered the second time, the judge kicked them out. I didn't have to kick them out. And I continued that. And finally we got down to, we had three, you can get rid of them for no reason. And everything was pretty good. But there was a lady in a wheelchair. She was coming up. And I just told my attorney, we only needed one more on the jury. And I told my attorney, use three exceptions and just get rid of them all. And we're going to take the lady in the wheelchair. He said, what? You haven't even asked her? Nobody's asked her a question. I said, it's my case. It's my deal. Do what I say. He did. Yeah, Jerry. Anyway, so as a result of that, when the jury came in, uh, there were exceptional damages. Exceptional damages in Florida was if you won three times what was being offered to you. Okay. Anyway, I won 7.2. In the history of Florida, the highest that anybody had ever gotten was like 4.7. The attorneys were very, very happy because that made them a lot more money also. Okay, So my position is this. If you're going to go to a doctor or you're going to go to an attorney, 
you better do some homework because otherwise you may not be happy with your results. Yeah, it but could the, cost you something really critical like your life or your yes. property or your privacy, Jerry. You're exactly right. And can you imagine if you had to choose a jury of your peers? If I had to choose a jury of my peers, they would have to all be able to pass a lot of uh, high-level background check and investigation. They'd have to be bondable, and ain't no riffraff, don't even bother coming to try to jump on my coattails because I'll knock you right off. Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about, how stupid the system is, jury of your peers. You know, I could say something that would be, you know, sound very bad, but not cursing or anything, but I'm not going to say it. I would like to now move, if you don't mind, to voting in elections. Oh, yeah. I have have the best And the entire process of elections. Do you have a comment about the entire process of elections? Yeah. We got a comment, yeah. I think you'll like it right after this break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of Happy Packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. 
Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. RL, five stars. Been taking this for two months now. I feel better. Have more energy. April, my husband started taking Extendivite and he said he feels much better and has more energy. EW, need to try. Everyone needs this for their health. Great product, great people. Josie, it works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. JC, great product, has worked well these last few years. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with
because uh, there's just too many nut job women out there diluting the vote. And sorry, all those nut jobs. I don't give a rat's toenail about you. Yeah. Well, I want to go into a specific area about voting, if I can. When we have a vote, yes, I do believe that somebody should be qualified to vote. They should have to at least be able to read and write and answer some sixth-grade questions, okay? Uh, but maybe I'm a little harsh there. Uh, when we have an election, we have corporations, trusts, foundations, you name it, that pump money like you can't believe into a campaign. And uh, I'm totally against that. If a corporation could vote, that would eliminate all the voting, wouldn't it? Because the corporation would just order all of their employees to vote this way. But corporations and trusts and foundations that raise money, they raise all the money to corrupt the system. So you cannot even begin to clean up, in my opinion, the voting process till only an individual can donate almost only certain amount of money. Now, I had a situation where I decided that I was going to run for public office because I was kind of ticked off at the situation. Now, the maximum in Florida where I was was a donation of $5,000 from one individual. So, I took $5,000 cash, and I went to two men I knew. And I said, I'd like to give you $2,500 each. And I said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to donate it to my election. And they both said, Jerry, we'd write you a check for, you know, a lot more than that. We'd raise all kinds of money. I said, that's not what I want. I just want you to do that. That's simple. Now, the office I was going to run for, it required $3,500 worth of fees. So I had my $3,500, <coughs> and I paid them cash. You got a cash receipt. They couldn't believe it that I used cash. And that gave me $1,500 to run on in a race countywide for Orange County. That's Orlando, Florida. That's a big area. 1500 bucks to run on that. Nobody, everybody thought I was insane. I was running against a two-term incumbent that his biggest thing he ever did, and the, you know, that was noted, was he passed an ordinance for having to have a leash for your dogs. That's the biggest he had ever done. He was an owned individual. I suggest to all the listeners, until you look into all the voting things, you are just masturbating yourselves with beach sand. That's as polite as I can say. The, corrupt, the corruption in the voting system in this country has existed since day one. I have a relative that fought in the Revolutionary War. He gave up, you know, you just have no idea how much money he gave up to come fight in, this, in, in our Revolutionary War. At the end of the war, what everything had been promised to the fighters, my relative was also wounded three times, third time he was out for six months, and 
and uh, had to be nursed at a place. And actually, he, mar- he married the white girl from Germany that was a slave, and he bought her slavery out and married her. So that's how I, my, how my family, how I got started in this country. And anyway, after the Revolutionary War, they then came out with a constitution, and nothing in the constitution was what these men were fighting for. 500 of these men joined together under my relative's command. And he had risen to the rank of Major. Washington offered him a colonelship, and he said, no, I don't want this. I'm tired with the war. And they lost against Washington's army. 500 men. Against 5,000 is who they were fighting. Every single individual of the 500 that didn't get killed on the battlefield was hung, except for my relative. My relative, because of how much money he raised for the war, which was millions of pounds, he sold out everything our family owned in England and Scotland and Ireland. And Washington chose not to hang him but banished him to Ohio, okay? And I actually have read his diary, his notes of the war. And I know what I'm talking about when a man talks about pain. I also read his diary or journal. Diaries are so for girls, but I was a journal for a man. Uh, of his life afterwards. And you would think that he would be bitter and everything. Well, he wasn't totally stupid. He did take 50,000 pounds and socked it away somewhere. But he wrote and he said, Americans that are good, honest people have been lied to to the nth degree as to what the Revolutionary War was for. That was a big moment for me. And I read that a number of times. First time I read it, I was 12 years old, and I was just astounded. And then I'd read it, and I'd read it, and I could, I could, I, I just was astounded. Now, reading it was rather difficult also because the various letters uh, are not in the same order and they're not in the same shape in the so-called English language of then and now. Okay, you, it takes time to read it. But once you learn the, the different substitutions and stuff, it's not too bad. That's the history of our country. And my family goes all the way back then, okay? And, you know, my family also has other historical things uh, on my mom's side of the family. And I just wanted to let let everybody know, you are tilting at windmills when you think that you can have a free, honest election. Now, as individual experience, I have watched big, rich people. They donate money to a certain candidate, and they raise money for that candidate. But there are attorneys for this big guy. They raise money for the opposition. So one's for the Republican. And then the other uh, attorneys for the Democrat, a uh, Democratic attorney, and they donate money to those people's foundations. And then they, when they win, they don't give a damn who wins because they own both the Republican and the Democrat. 
That's right. And people in America have to stand up and say, wait a minute. We have been being foobarred since day one. We need to find out what the only true law is. We need to find out, can I do even one thing in accordance with the Father's laws? Can I do one thing? Because if you can do one thing, you might have the guts to do two things. And you might have the guts to stand up and tell somebody else, would you quit compromising? Would you quit saying, just leave me alone? I don't, I, I don't want to be part of this thing like this. I just want to be left alone. Nobody's being left alone. That's right. At every level. And I really hope and I pray that people that are listening on RBN will start standing up and calling in to all kinds of shows. Now, I'm looking for help from you. The last thing I am, I'm asking you for some help, Doc, to see if you can help me. And at the same time, I'm asking every decent individual that is listening to, the, to us right now, would somebody please find a way to learn syndication? I don't know how to do it. I think one of the things that will save RBN is syndication, i.e., is there another station that has a similar setup where people can sometimes call in and ask questions, state their opinions? I would never want to go somewhere syndicated where it's just talk, 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 you know, never allow the audience, and I apologize to the audience, but there's a lot to cover here today. You didn't get the call in today. I don't like that, but that's the way it is. I would like to find a way to be syndicated on another radio station. Still stay with RBN. When RBN, you know, comes to their ads and stuff, they, they play that. And the other station play their ads. Now, that can double or triple. And I know that there's people out here that are listening that would know a radio station that offers airtime. I don't want to get paid. But you know what I do want to do? I do want to start syndicating good, solid, conservative, true conservative, and not pulling punches. Not, well, I don't want to upset somebody. This is it. No, I want to get out there and talk the truth. And I, if you know of anybody, I'm not very good at all on computers. I'm terrible on them. But I know there's people out there that are real good. This last, uh, the show before, Mike Rivero, a lady called in from Canada, and I'm telling you what, I don't can't remember her name right now, but she sure sounded pretty good to me. Pretty yeah, good to me. Yeah, that's Layla up in Canada. I'm just going to comment on that, Jerry. And you know what? Thank you for never compromising. That is one thing I have never done and I will never do, and I really am harsh on myself for the one time in 10 years if I compromise, it could cost me everything. And so I just can't do it. And, um, and thank you for having that, um, that standard and that yeah, duty well, charge. I, I, you brought something up, I must confess. 
When I was halfway through fourth grade, I compromised. I was catching so much grief for two and a half years because I was studying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I mean, you know, come on, you're really going to tell me that in elementary school, you know, the stuff they're teaching, I didn't know that a long time ahead of time. I was bored. And I quit. I quit and finally was able to get my dad to allow me to go to public school. I quit because every single individual that I respected would just say, well, that's the way it is, Jerry. It, yeah, that's what it says, but we don't do it that way anymore. And the people that sit there and say, well, the Bible was rewritten, this, that, and the other. Well, maybe you haven't done the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of research that I've done to go find out way, way back and get that original wordy, verbiage. And I'm so mad, Jerry, I want to punch it in the face by learning the Greek as well. Well, you got to be really slick at that, um, you know, Colonel Thompson and Farrar Fenton. Thompson was number one in the world. Farrar Fenton was considered in the top five. Neither one of them were funded by anybody. They did this on their own. Yeah, I'm looking for one of those Colonel Thompsons, too, seriously, and the Farrar Fenton. Right, and, you know, you may have trouble finding one. It took me a number of weeks to find them uh, back when I was in central Florida. The last thing is... is, I is put my librarian and there they let me know ISBN numbers and I want to verify all that with you before I make the dive but I'm ready I'm ready I'm yeah. jumping in both feet Jerry now the other thing is people get upset with me because I slam engineers and I wanted to make sure I got this in so I appreciate your your patience in the book of Enoch and let's see, I was supposed to look. Chapter 68, verse 11 is where I'm trying to get there. Okay? These are the bad devil angels. Starting in verse 9, the name of the fourth is Penemuel. He discovered to the children of men bitterness and sweetness. What's that mean? Got to work on that. And, number 10, he said, he and pointed out to them every secret of their wisdom. 11. He taught man to understand writing and the use of ink and paper. 12. Therefore, numerous have been those which have gone astray from every period of the world, even to this day. You Take a look and study it even to this day. That means this is true up until right now, this moment, this second. For men were not born for this. Thus would pen within to confirm their faith. Since they were not created except that, like the angels, they might remain righteous and pure. Now, that is the engineering that is the worst. Because you and I could have a discussion and I bring up a word, and let's say we're, 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 we're well, I mean, we want to have a cold beer together when we get done. I don't drink beer anymore. Anyway, uh, but I mention this word, and you say, you just go right along accepting that word, but I've got a different definition than you do. 
And so we're banging our heads because we haven't figured out to say, well, what does that word mean? And have a debate and figure out who is right or wrong on that word. And that's what they want. To have continuously people... Sally understands the word to mean this. Bill means it, thinks it means that. And you have dozens of definitions for many words. And, Jerry, I need to please let me interject real quick. I just learned the meaning of the word peerless. I was thinking, oh, they don't have a peer to dock and unload the coffee. That's why their coffee is peerless. And I'm really disappointed that I didn't think to ask a good man or woman, what does this word mean? And so that kind of makes you peerless and me peerless. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a complicated issue. And right now we're being bombarded by the media. Some of the most ridiculous stuff in the world. Yes, I have all, every one of my friends that I know that I, you know, physically have been around them, they all think I'm crazy because every morning and every evening, unless something happens, I watch the national idiots news, okay? And most of the time it makes me gag, and then I sit there and I say, this is what people are swallowing. And they're, you know, they and everybody I know that I talk about, man, I don't watch that stuff. It's all garbage. Well, how in the world are you going to understand and identify your opposition or your enemy or the one that's trying to kill you? You have to define your enemy or your opposition. And people say, well, golly gee, is my opposition my enemy? Well, maybe they just need to be educated, and they're really your buddy, but they just need to be educated. You don't make snap decisions. But there's all kinds of tools that people can use to actually identify physically the absolute enemy that is trying to kill the good guys and the good guys. And their entire job right now is to do try to kill a certain specific amount of individuals. Now, they don't care if they kill millions more. They just want to make sure that that one specific group which I don't know. I know the numbers. But if they kill that group, then the only begotten son won't come back with his army of 12,000 volunteers. And there will be 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes. And when they come back, they, they're coming back, and the bad guys say, hey, if, he, if we kill all the guy ones they're coming back for, uh, we've won. The son would not be coming back to lose a war. Okay? He doesn't do things for fun. He doesn't because he's required to by the Father. And that's the last thing I can offer to the listening audience. You need to wake up. Time is a lot shorter than you think. And I'm pretty good on certain things. I didn't say I'm real good on certain things. But this timeline, I think I'm pretty close. I'd say at least 60 to 70 percent I'm correct. That's not enough. I want more. And each good listener needs to want more of how they can 
humble themselves and say, I was scammed all my life by this crooked voting system. I've been scammed all my life by doctors that treat me. That I would Now, you might be a good doctor, but there's a lot of doctors just keep on testing and finding problems and doing this, that, and the other so they can make their millions. Okay. And there's a lot, a lot of murderous doctor. criminals out there, too. Let's not forget cleaning their clocks. And thank you sure. for doing it. Well, I'm, I'm just trying. I don't have uh, the money that I once had. I got rid of all my money because it says very clearly it's easier for a rich man to go through an eye of a needle than to get to heaven. And when I read that, I took my situation down to my mom, my dad and my grandma, my mom's mom, and yeah, I read I it to them. And to say and that, that it's for the rich Oops. man to get into heaven than a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Right, right. Uh, so, you know, so, you know, I don't have that so-called wherewithal. But I had to get myself, I guess, in the position to understand real people. Right now, today, for me, for me to go to the nearest gas station to get gas, it cost me $20. So, I, I to, to go get gas, to go there and go back, I'm out $20 to get gas. Now, there's other people in worse shape than I am. But when you see this insanity and you don't say, to hell with everything. I'm not going to work. I'm not doing anything. We are learning how to clean our firearms, not our guns. And we're going to en masse say no. Thank you for your time, Doc. I appreciate you coming on, and I hope you... And I get along. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you for those who support Jerry's work and uh, RBN. Bye-bye. Biden claimed ignorance. I'm Peter Serafine with today's Liberty Minute. Yesterday, referring to the baby formula shortage, resident Biden said, I don't think anybody anticipated the impact of the shutdown of one facility, the Abbott facility. Seriously? You shut down the facility responsible for 40% of the domestic baby formula manufacturing and didn't anticipate a 40% shortage? You don't have to be Nostradamus to predict that outcome. Maybe there was a legitimate reason for the shutdown but you left the facility closed for months with no plan of how to reopen it. To make matters even worse, you shut down the plant during a supply chain crisis, so supplementing supply with imports was nearly impossible. President Biden, between this fiasco and your support of abortion on demand, it's starting to look like you just like killing babies. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until tomorrow, see this packum. Parabellum. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.